Black Lives Matter. As Christians, we are called to show mercy. I'm Rachel Keefe, a pastor in Minneapolis, Minnesota, and this is Monday's Muse. Given all that has happened around the country, and especially here in the Twin Cities this week, instead of a regular episode, I'd like to share with you today's sermon. I don't want to add more candles to our table as the race wars in this country continue. And my friends, that is what it is. We don't want to acknowledge it. And I know there are some of you here that are not going to be very happy with what I have to say this morning. I get that. And I feel compelled to say it anyway. The original question for this morning was, how do I make peace with a difficult neighbor? I don't know which one of you put that question in. But we've got a bigger problem than not getting along with the person next door. This country is involved in a race war, whether we want to acknowledge it or not. Systemic racism is everywhere, and not one of us is unaffected. Not one of us. And if you are a white person in this room and you are thinking, but I am not a racist, yes, yes you are, and so am I. Because we have benefited from racist systems of justice, of economics, of education, on down the line. We have benefited and many of us have remained silent. One of my friends posted on Facebook this morning from somebody else, one of the black leaders in the country, and I don't know who it was, that there are thousands of preachers who will be complicit in racism this morning by not saying a word, by keeping the silence. As you know, I would not be one of those. There is too much happening in this world when police officers can shoot black people and not have a fair and just investigation and never, ever be prosecuted. We have a problem. We have a huge problem. And unlike many of the others, no one can say anything horribly negative about Philandro Castillo. He was a model citizen. Yes, I'm sure you've seen the reports. He, was, he had 72 parking ticket, or 72 moving violations, 48 of which have been dismissed. That says he was pulled over driving while black an awful lot. And you may have also seen that the police officer stopped him because he resembled a, a perpetrator in a crime because he had a wide nose. Really? Can you identify the nostrils of someone in a car down the street? Really? Make no mistake about what is happening here in this country. And I'm not going to tell you that all police officers are bad. I was at the scene of the homicide on Lake Street on Thursday morning, and those officers responded with respect, <coughs> compassion, and professionalism to the family of the victim. And there was many things that would have challenged their respect, compassion, and professionalism. So it is not all police officers. I'm not saying that. 
Nor am I saying that the shooting of the five officers in Dallas was an appropriate response. That was just as heinous a crime committed by one individual. When a white person shoots a lot of people, what do we say? Mental illness and gun control. When, we say, when a person of color shoots lots of people, what do we say? Black Lives Matter is awful. It's their fault. No, that man needed mental health services as much as any of the other white folk who had their finger on the trigger. That man fell through the cracks in our VA services like nothing I've seen. He served three tours in Afghanistan and came back and was a recluse at the age of 25. If that does not show PTSD, nothing does. And we're surprised that his thoughts were so distorted that he decided to do something about the racism against his people. No, we shouldn't be surprised. We should be heartbroken. And we should say enough, enough already. And I know there's many of you who think that Black Lives Matter are doing all the wrong things. And to that I say, I don't care. They are doing something. They are trying to be seen and heard because there is no justice for people of color in America today. There is no justice. And you will say, what about black on black crime? Well, I can tell you three people have already been arrested in that murder on Lake Street on Thursday morning. And when the shooter of that baby is found, they will be arrested and prosecuted and go to jail. There is already a legal system in place that unjustly and overly punishes people of color. There is not a system in place that will punish police officers for their racist acts. There is not. I'm sorry if you are made uncomfortable by the actions of Black Lives Matter. I am made uncomfortable by the actions of Black Lives Matter. I wish there was another way. I truly wish there was another way, but people have been engaged in civil disobedience to get people to see them since what, the 50s, if not before then. Is there a better way to call attention to the injustice that pervades our justice system than shut down a highway? I don't know what it is, because no one was listening. Now the whole country is listening, because throughout the world yesterday, there were thousands who gathered in protest. And yes, some foolish anarchists ruined it for the people in St. Paul. They took advantage of a crowd of people and caused more distress and disturbance than should have been done. That should not be an excuse for dismissing Black Lives Matter. That should be an excuse for showing up and saying, we will not tolerate this. People have a right to protest. And I am not going to tell a people of color what is right for them. I am going to show up and offer my support to the best of my ability. I was there on 94 last night. I left because I did not think it was appropriate for me to get arrested because I work with the Minneapolis police as a community support person. Getting arrested does not help that. Nor would I think all of you would appreciate it if I said I can't come and preach this morning because I'm in jail. 
<laughs> Some would, not everyone. But let's get back to the text. There was a line in the reading from George Bernard Shaw. Did you hear it? The being a force of nature instead of a feverish, selfish little plot of ailments and grievances complaining that the world will not devote itself to making you happy. White folks have been feverish, selfish little clods of ailments and grievances for a very long time. Our ailments and grievances cannot compare to people of color. And in Minnesota, People hold up the flag, Minnesota is the best place to raise your children if you're white. If you are a person of color, it is the absolute dead last place to receive equal standing, to receive justice, to be seen as a human being. Friends, Black Lives Matter is not the problem. Gun control is not the problem. Mental health services are not the problem. They are pieces of the problem. The problem is we have ceased to see each other as neighbor. We see each other as other. We have failed to see the humanity, let alone the divinity, in the person right next to us. We allow the lies of our history to cloud our judgment. If you think it is right for a black person to be pulled over simply because they are black, there is no taillight out on that car. Not a single taillight out on that car. If you think it is right for a person of color to be at risk walking down the street, there's something wrong. And if you think it is peculiar only to people of color, think about that story of the Samaritans. There was a person lying beaten on the side of the road, and the priest and the Levite, both holy men, crossed the street to the other side. That is how Samaritans were treated in Jesus' time. That is why he picked the Samaritan to be the model neighbor. Because in those days, Jews did not associate with the Samaritans. They were dismissed, marginalized, pushed aside, unseen, unwanted. That's why Jesus chose the Samaritan to be the good neighbor. And if you think that you are no one Samaritan, you're mistaken. There is someone who will cross the street to avoid each and every one of us for whatever reason. We have all, at some point, had the experience of being marginalized. All of us. It's just how far to the margin you have been pushed. And if that, if this, does not enable you to see the pain in the black community when one of their own is shot, nothing will. You need to have your empathy checked and evaluated. Who was the good neighbor in the story? The one who showed mercy. Not the one who remained peaceful and calm and didn't get angry and remained silent. Not the one who rapidly crossed to the other side of the street to avoid the whole scene. No, 
the one who showed mercy. No matter what he was feeling, he could have been disgusted. He was a Samaritan. He wasn't any more fond of the Jews than the Jews were fond of the Samaritans. Doesn't matter what he thought or what he felt, he showed mercy. He went out of his way to care for the wounded person. And friends, that is exactly what we ought to be doing, is going out of our way to care for the wounded among us. I don't care how you do it. I don't care if you walk in protests, you, or you correct language on Facebook, or you tell your friends to stop with their racist jokes. I don't care how you do it. Break the silence. Write letters to our legislature and demand that laws be changed so police need a better reason to pull a gun than their own fear. Do something. If you remain silent, you remain complicit. You remain an active racist if you remain silent. The time for that has long passed. If you call yourself a Christian in any way, if you are a follower of Jesus, then you are called upon in this moment to show mercy. Stop judging. It doesn't matter if Black Lives Matter is right or wrong. It doesn't matter if the police were right or wrong in using force. What matters is that you step up. That you show mercy. That you allow space for grieving for those who are grieving. That you offer compassion to those who are fearful for their sons and daughters. Fathers and sisters. Mothers and grandparents. Remember how you felt after Orlando. How personal that felt for all of us gathered here. How much we thought it could have been any of us. That is exactly how the black community, people of color, feel when one of theirs is shot by police and there is no justice. Let us stop with our judgments. Stop with our worry about what's right and what's wrong and let us commit right now to showing mercy. We'll return with regular episodes next week. In the meantime, I encourage you to do better. Show mercy. Thanks for joining us, and we'll see you next week. And in hand with my family we 